Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path. Stay blessed. It's impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you trust in, in His Word. Lift up your voice. Hearken to the voice of God to be. Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon your word, Lord, will not fall on deaf ears. My Lord, will be doers of your word and not just hearers of your word. We are grateful for this opportunity to hear your word. Holy Spirit, have your way. Speak to us. Speak through me. In Jesus' name, amen. I will shout a better amen. And you may be seated. Hallelujah. How many of us were born on, San, on, on Monday? Stand on your feet if you were born on Monday. Who is the pastor for Mondays? How many people came to pray? 13. And the rest of you, what happened? Ask this for, did they come? Why didn't you come to pray? Today I will not go into it. But next week I will enter into it. Amen? Amen. What did you say? <laughs> Somebody's giving me fans there. <laughs> These children, they, have, they don't respect <laughs> so all these numbers, only 13 came to pray. I think the story will be different tomorrow. I said the story will be different tomorrow. Amen. My brother, will the story be different tomorrow? Tomorrow you come and present it. Wonderful. What's your name? Raymond. Clap for Raymond. He's coming to pray tomorrow. Sit down. Tuesday bonds. 
Tuesday bonds. Who is the pastor who led the prayer? Eh? How many people came to pray? Seven. The ladies wearing the orange. Did any of you come to pray? Confer with yourselves. No. But the story will be different this week. Hey, they are not responding. I said the story will be different this week. Would you want, wouldn't you want to pray on the day you were born? Yes. You see, your mother went through a lot for your big head to come forth. Your December head. And you also want to go through prayers for your marriage to come forth, for your breakthroughs to come forth. Caris, I'll be watching you. And I'll be looking forward to seeing you. Julia, they are coming to pray on Tuesdays. Travel again. God bless you. Wednesdays. Look, if you think if you don't get that throughout all the thing, it also has a meaning. It's a spiritual meaning. <laughs> you have not been born. If you have not been born, it means that as you are here, you are illegally in this world. And you can easily vanish. I say if you don't get up, it means that you have not been born. If you have not been born, it means that you are illegally here. Maybe you are a spirit moving around in our midst. If you are a spirit, you can easily be vanished. <laughs> How many people were on Wednesday? 19. I think Wednesday was the highest, eh? Was Wednesday the highest? Eh? I, re- I reported. Well, Sunday has not come yet, so don't be too excited. Highest so far. So Wednesday was the high, highest so far. 19. But if I look at the number standing, I mean, you are far more than 19. Amen? Those standing back, are, they, are you hearing me? So next week, this week you are coming to pray. Is that not the case? Eh? I said this week you are coming to pray. Is that not the case? I'm talking to the guys here. They are not my enemy. I said this week you are coming to pray. Is that the case? Wonderful. What's the time of the, for the prayer? Six. Not six a.m. Six p.m. Amen. I said amen. Sit down. Thursdays. Of course, Thursdays we have fellowship. So if you came to pray, it means that you have not been going for fellowship. <laughs> How many people came to pray on Thursday? Four. <laughs> of course, most people have gone to fellowship. I mean, let's take it that most people. All of you here, were you at fellowship? You were not at fellowship. And you didn't come to pray. So you were home. All of you here, you didn't go for fellowship. I mean, you, you don't go for fellowship usually. Is that the case? All of you don't go for fellowship. So this Wednesday, this Thursday, you have to be here. Eh? My sister, are you on your phone? Eh? 
Were you on your phone? Were you on your phone? Don't do that again. Okay? Nice girl, don't do that. I don't know what people heard. Your minds don't work properly. <laughs> Corrupted minds of this generation. <laughs> Four people came to pray. Theo, Oba, you didn't go for fellowship. You didn't go for fellowship. You didn't come to pray. I'll be watching you this week. My eyes are on you. Amen. You didn't go for fellowship. Eh? You went for fellowship. Fantastic. So please, there are some of us, we don't go for fellowship at all. You should come and pray, okay? Something different will happen in your life. Something new will happen in your life. Something great will happen in your life. God bless you. Friday. My judge boy was born on Friday. Because your mother wanted to give birth on Friday so I can have some weekend to relax before work on Monday. It's also powerful. Who is the pastor? Who, who led a prayer? Yes, Lady Reverend Eileen. Pastor. How many people came to pray? 13. 13. 13. Who is going to clap? It means that all of you didn't come. All of you didn't come. You didn't come. But this week will be different. Oh? Mm. Say it will be different. Did you come? Mrs. Aram, did you come? Pastor, did you come? This week will be different. Yes, it will be different. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Maybe sit down. Saturday or Saturday. Yes, yeah, Saturday bonds. There's no point to go on to this week's message when, you know, last week's old, you have not responded to it. Say it's a meaty Saturday. Wow. With bone of my bone dams and flesh of my flesh dams. <laughs> ah, how come a lot of people are not born on Saturday? Who is a Saturday pastor? Remember, how many people came? Five. I think Saturday is the worst, eh? Which day? Thursday was worse. Thursday, we know there's fellowship and things, so, but it's no excuse. Saturday, how many people? Five. Wow. Four. Did you say four or five? Five. This week, the story will be different. Look, Saturday is the easiest. Eh? My sister, what's your name? I forgot your name. Hmm? Zelma. Zelta. Zelta. Do you work on Saturdays? You have to come and pray. Six o'clock. Hmm? So, will this week be different? Rasta, are you coming on Saturday? Rasta man. Sit down. There were three pastors' wives. 
plus two pastors. <laughs> so Saturday was just for pastoral team. Three pastors' wives and one, two pastors. Sunday. Born on Sunday up. So after service, we are praying. You go and look for some food to eat. Be around, counsel somebody, or let somebody counsel you. And then five o'clock. As long as I saw you, you are around. Did you travel? Sits at the back. So Saturday, we are praying. Is that not the case, Dr. Stella? It's Sunday, sorry. It's 5 p.m., okay? Is that okay? I mean, you have not preached so far, so you have the... Don't forget the, the leading, this thing is 19. But you have to be about clock, 50 plus, so that it's like people who cannot reach, cannot reach us. Amen? Who is the Sunday pastor? Is it Reverend Payne? <laughs> no, it's Reverend Payne. Pastor Divine, in fact, even you have to change. Eh? Regional coordinator should not lead the prayer meetings. So let somebody else do it. So Reverend Payne is for Sunday. What do you think? It's a good, it says it's a good idea. <laughs> do you want an assistant? <laughs> do you want an assistant? <laughs> Come again. You need an assistant. <laughs> Convener said you need an assistant. No, but he will start it. Amen. Clap for yourselves. Anything we put in place in the church is for us. Hallelujah. And it is in that thing that God blesses you. Amen. I say it's in what? It is in that thing that God blesses you. Are you with me? Are you with me? Today I'm preaching on attempt to fight for God by preaching and teaching. So I'm combining two chapters. Amen. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. Attempt to fight for God. Now, it's very important to know that God does not need you to fight for him. Because the battle is the Lord's. Even politicians politicians have given their battles to the Lord. Amen. But what we are saying is that the things that God wants to do on this earth, for which reason he sent his son Jesus Christ to die for us, you and I, are supposed to fight to ensure that those things come to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18, Jesus speaking, and he said, And I say unto thee, that thou art Peter. Hmm? That thou art Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail 
against it. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Please stop finding yourself. Just relax. Amen. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now the fact that prevailing is coming in, we checked from the Google what prevail, prevail means. Right, Ben? Say that again. Prove more powerful or superior. To prove more powerful or superior. Yeah. Eh? So for the gate of hell to prevail against it, it means that the gate of hell will prove more powerful or superior against the church that God wants to build. But here, for something to be proved more powerful and superior, hmm, they are talking about a certain engagement. A certain combat, a certain conflict. Are you understanding? But Jesus Christ has prophesied that the gates of hell shall not prevail, shall not prove more powerful, shall not prove superior over his church. And it's up to you and I to enforce that this comes to pass. And that is where the fight comes in. Because if we don't fight for the church, we don't fight for God, then the gates of hell will prove more superior and powerful than the church. There are many Christians' lives that the gates of hell is proving more powerful and more superior than. It means that as a child of God, you have lost that position of yours. And it's by our activities. The psalmist said that, yea, though I walk through the valley and the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Thou art with me. When God is the shadow under which you are, you are already positioning yourself to prevail against the gates of hell. But if you are not there, then the gates of hell will be able to overcome you. Now, without a willingness to fight, you cannot be involved in building a church or seeing a church grow. Without a willingness to fight, we cannot have a large choir. Are you understanding? Are you understanding me? I said, without a willingness to fight, we cannot have a large choir. The choir would dwindle in our hands. Without a willingness to fight, you cannot have a large region. You cannot have a large center. There has to be a willingness to fight. A willingness to fight. I said a willingness to fight. Otherwise, everything will just finish in your hands. Say, so do you want to attempt great things for God? Do you want to attempt to fight for God? What a great thing that would be if you can help in fighting to build the church of God. It's a fight. It's a combat. That's why the Bible says that we wrestle not. We fight not against flesh and blood. Okay? So the Christian walk is full of fights. Hmm? You are fighting to be holy. You are fighting to pray. Fighting to read the word. 
fighting to witness. Everything, fighting not to backslide. Everything is about fights. Everything is about fight. Otherwise, the gates of hell will prevail against you and will prevail against us. And so we must be willing to fight. You have to fight to keep your marriage. Not that you heard that, ah, somebody is, your husband is flowing, somebody is on fire. That one is flowing with somebody and in a way that is not appropriate, on fire. They are not prepared to fight. Some go to fight physically. If you can't fight physically, you should fight in prayers. Amen? That any time he goes to the woman's house, his members should not work. Are fighting in prayers. Is a person himself who now say, Hey, now I say, Oh, you should fight. One woman whose husband was impotent went for a prayer meeting. The, the, the man of God didn't know about it, but he prophesied. Called and prophesied out and gave her oil. She went home. She applied the oil. And she jumped on it. <laughs> that was the first time the thing worked in so many years. She was fighting for her marriage. <laughs> fighting for her happiness. Hallelujah. Life is full of fights. Don't just give up on things. Don't not look anchor and those things. No. That's how come Peter, when they came to arrest Jesus, he caught the guys. Yes, he was fighting. So, I mean, you fight, but essentially, that's not how to do it. Then you, you go back. <laughs> but you fight. Don't leave it to chance. I mean, imagine, imagine that as you are there with your rabbi and you come to catch your rabbi, then you all stand there and look. Would it look strange? So if Peter had not done that, it would look very strange. Like you and I would have messages on Peter. You and I would have messages on uh, dormant uh, uh, coward uh, disciples. Passive disciples. You and I would have messages on phlegmatic disciples, passive disciples. And people disciples who couldn't defend their master. But he fought to defend Jesus. He fought. You should fight till the Lord tells you it is okay. Not you yourself who decide that it's okay. Not you who decide. The kingdom of God is about fighting. If you don't fight, you'll be beaten. As I said, is fighting. The Bible says that the thief cometh not, but for to what? Kill, steal, and destroy. In your house, you fight to put burglar proof. That's the fight that you are put up. You fight to put um, barbed wire and electric things on your wall. It's a fight. You put a dog in your house. It's a fight. So what are you doing to fight for God and to fight for the kingdom? 
We've, you see, this week or last week, we instituted prayers. I'm going to announce more prayers. I'm going to announce more prayers. Yes, I just had some meeting. More prayers. There will be two hours of prayer in the morning, two hours of prayer in the afternoon, Tuesday to Friday. You will see it on the on it. I've, I've recruited, I've discussed with you. Sorry, I couldn't discuss with you before, but the spirit just moved and I moved. Amen? It's going to be put on uh, anti-British from Tuesday, but then maybe it will extend to other, other chats. Now, wherever you are, the prayer topic will be released. And then you, you, you just pray. Just join it and pray. Two hours morning, two hours afternoon, from Tuesday to Friday. Amen? I say amen. amen. Every means that we have to put up to fight. Pray without season. How can you say we are praying without season? That after your quiet time, then you don't pray again till the following day. It can never be so. Are you with me? Even after heavy breakfast, you still want to eat more before you sleep. And I can't pray as day. I can't pray as day. I just want to do the morning one and that is it. It doesn't work that way. Amen? What a great thing that would be if you can help in fighting to build the church of God. First Timothy chapter 6 and verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. That's our memory verse for today. Is that not the case? Fight the what? The good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. It's in it's the lines of one of the songs, isn't it? Hmm? How does the song go? Those who sing. How does it go? Fight a good fight of faith. Lay hold on, on eternal life. We're on to thou hast called. Lay hold on what? Eternal life. Put the scripture back, not the, uh, the song. Put the scripture so they can see that the script, songs that we sing, they are in the scriptures. Put the whole scripture back. Yes, go on. Fight a good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. We're on to that goal. Your life is a war. Fight a good fight. Fight a good fight of faith. Lay hold on what? Eternal life. Hallelujah. Oh, it's, a, it's a long time since you sank in the church. You have to fight to sink. Many people want to sink. You have to fight to sink. Every time you sang, I have called you to come and sing, but now you have to fight to sink. Amen? It's a fight. Hallelujah. Attempting great things is all about fighting for God. The day that you will lose the willingness or the desire to fight, the day that you, you will stop living. You see somebody maybe is in an accident or is sick and is trying to die 
People fight for their lives. Doctor, is that the case? See somebody, they, they, because of the sickness, the breathing is not coming. Then they, what do they do? They, they fight. Eh? They resuscitate. Yes, the doctors are fighting for you, but you yourself too. While the doctors are doing what they are doing, you yourself too, you are fighting to, to keep alive. See, the breathing is not happening, but you are fighting to breathe. Because the moment you give up on the breathing, that is it. When something is choking you, do you allow it to choke you? You fight to live. The moment you give up on fighting, now you have given up on life. I remember an uncle of mine, his old age, in the 90s. Every time I go and visit him, he tells me he's sitting at the departure lounge. <laughs> he said all his friends, he doesn't know what he's doing here. Say he's sitting at the departure lounge. That's what he always says. Well, this somebody has fight for his life. Now he's ready to depart. He's ready to take hold on eternal life. When he was admitted at the hospital, the doctors will put drip and things. By the time they go and come, he has removed all. <laughs> because what he's giving up on life, you want to lay hold on the next one. But whilst you are here, and whilst you want to be here, what you need to do is to continue to fight. Hallelujah. And you cannot be in the church and just do one thing. That's what we are saying to the Christians. No, no, no. You cannot just be in the church and do one thing. There are a lot of things you can do. Why do you think that you went to school to learn? Why do you think from class one, A, B, C, D, Abbas, all those things, do you think that you learned those things? To, why do you think you learned those things for? <laughs> to use it for God. Or you didn't know. I don't know people like you who have never been to school before. And you went to school because you are beautiful. People like you have never been to school. You have been to school. You have learned how to read and write. At least you have some common sense. You have enough sense for God to use you. Anything as you have joined the church, I just come in to sing. You come, you sing two, one song. Two, sometimes you don't sing. Sometimes one song and then you go home and it's enough. No. You are waiting for people to come, somebody to invite people to come, then you take them and go and talk to them in the air conditioner room. Is that why you are a Christian? I'm talking to you, stand up. I said, Is that why you are Christians? Why are you Christians? Eh? You fight a good fight of faith. You fight by teaching, by preaching. Says we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. You think talking to first timers is good works? Uh, maybe it's good works for you. <laughs> the way you have worn your lipstick, you're looking at me. But it is not not enough good works. Don't you agree with me? Eh? No, no, I'm serious. Don't you agree with me? Do you think it's not for these guys to come and stand there and sing to us that call me and I'll be there? And when you call them, they're not there. I think we should up our game. Amen. Amen. We should up our game. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. 
See that most of life is a life is a fight to achieve something or a fight to overcome something. So ask yourself, what are you fighting to achieve? What are you fighting to overcome? You have to fight to overcome laziness. Fight to overcome procrastination. Fight to overcome excuses. Where are my two witnesses? Please come. The two of you come. I have two witnesses I discovered yesterday. Bring microphone. Yes. Tell me, tell us what you told me yesterday. Are you all listening? Are you all listening? Those at the back. Your name is what? Malachi. What was your name before? Mohammed Salifu Amangwa. His name was Mohammed Salifu Amangwa. We tell that he was a Muslim. Yes. So yesterday, I'm privileged to hear Shaheen has invited us to come and listen to this having a scripture. Scripture, you know, was having scripture, you know, rally. And by the grace of God, we always give them the Jesus Cathedral to use for the rally. Every year they come. And this year they invited me. So this, some of these guys are on IPTP. I said, anywhere everyone I'm going, they should come. So they, I invited them. They came around. Now tell us. So when we came, I realized how the young guys and the girls were uh, worshipping and praying. It was, when he it was came, they were, there was a worship time. See, some of you, I don't know whether you are shy of your friend or you are shy of God. The worship time, you see, are standing there making styles. When this time you are standing there and doing your hair. Meanwhile, the hair too is not for you. Somebody's hair that you have gone to buy. Worship time, then you'll be playing with it. Yesterday, in fact, I finished preaching and I was going. Then I saw on the program, it was some ministration time. There was a young man here, I don't know his name. The first time I've seen him. So I asked Eric to check with him. He was coming to sing. He said, yes. So I came back. Now that powerful time of worship. See the children, some here, crying and lifted hands. So, oh, wow. So these children love God. It was so nice. I've even invited instrumentalists to come and feature here one of these Sundays. What date are they coming? So you have to inform convener. 28th of what? <laughs> of March. <laughs> They're coming to, I mean, holding saxophones and I mean worship oh amen we are joking though <laughs> worship yes so as Bishop was saying it, it was so powerful so then as I was sitting down then I remembered how the Holy Spirit had spoken to me some time back usually when I close from work I try to rush here very early for the service and then when I come in and it's not even started I sit at the car park and I wait for the service to begin but there was a particular day I had closed very early and I was just sitting in the office. I didn't just want to come. I was just relaxed. I said, oh, let me wait small. Six o'clock past, seven o'clock past, then eight o'clock, I guess. Isn't that what most of us do? You have clothes at work. You can leave, but you are just sitting down and you won't come. Yes. So I took off and I got here around eight. When I came, they had finished prayers, they had finished worship, and prophet was preaching, and I went to sit down comfortably. The AC was on too, so I just relaxed. The AC so, was on too. So yes. when I sat down, the Holy Spirit said to me, you remember when you were Muslim, you used to rush to the mocks. 
You try to go there even before ten. Those days, I, I used to make dazan. I call, I, I call them. So I, so I wanted to go there early. There's a competition between me and one man who lived closer to the. Where, where, where is that? Adabraka. What, where? Mo- yeah, at the, at the mocks. It was a moment you used to go to the mocks. There's a competition. With and him I used to call for prayers. I make dazan. So I wanted to go there early before the other man gets there. So the Holy Spirit was trying to remind me of what I used to do. And when you go, even if you go there late, you have to try to perform the ablution quickly and join the session of prayers. And when you are praying, because are, in the prayers they go through series of prayers. Ablution, you go and wash. Then you go and start the what? What do you call that thing? Raka. You go and do the first raka. First raka. So, second raka. So like it's a series. a series. So it doesn't want to miss any at all, including the ablution. Some of us come here with debt and filth. Fornication is all around us. And who come for ablution? You <laughs> come for ablution. Yes. Hallelujah. So, and, and, and one thing about it is that if you go and Iraq has passed you, means a blessing has passed you. Say the things slowly. If you go and the water has passed you. If you go and Iraq has passed you. The Raka is a fair blessing. After the ablution, then the Raka, one Raka, two. So I mean, when you miss one raka, a blessing has passed you. So you want to quickly like, join the raka. And one thing about the prayer is that if you miss the first raka and you come to join them and you do the other three, if they are doing the salutation, you can't finish. You have to go back and do the first raka. I mean, if you don't do it, the prayer is it's not valid. So it means that the prayer is not valid. No blessing. Nothing. It's null and void. So for instance, it's like we come for church. We didn't come for prayer. We didn't come for worship. And we are doing and we are sharing the grace and we share the grace. It's, it's, the grace doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for you. You have to go back and do the do the prayers and the worship before you can end your prayer. But that is what it is because God said, we say what enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart and his courts with praise. So many of us come to church, but we have not entered his courts. Because it's in the courts of God that you will flourish. It's in the courts of God that you'll be blessed. So as you have come and prayers have gone, worship has gone, praise have gone, and you are sitting there, you can even write notes. It doesn't mean, you have not come. You have not come. You have not come. When I used to attend action, you see, we were very, very spiritual. When I miss praise and worship, the message being preached doesn't do anything to me. So we fight to get to praise and worship. And it was anointed praise and worship. Not joking. Not just jumping. Not just singing a song. But leading the children of God into the presence of God. That is what it is. Hardly do anybody here come for praise and worship. Prayer, we are not here. Even today the first service closed very late. Eh? 10.30. Maybe after that there was hardly anybody here to, for first service, second service to start. And he's saying that when he missed the first one, most of us can, we need ablution. We have to create a hall of ablution. Man. Confess your sins before you come into the Jesus Cathedral. <laughs> yes. And that's why we need spiritual ashes. And Aquabali, this worship, you come. Have you? Do you have sins? <laughs> the Aquabali at the gate, 
should be able to discern that you, 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 that you did ablution. I said that probably she herself need ablution as she's standing there. How can she discern that you need ablution? But if as she's standing there, she's just speaking in tongues and praying. You see, several times, you see people, they have come home. They'll sit in the car and check their lipstick and their various things. Those who too come from there, you see them walking and even they are walking casually and then something is going on here. I can't, say, I can't say what is going on here because I don't know whether it is present worship, but something is going on here. And they are hearing it out there, but even the way they are walking and coming, it's like there is nothing. And you see pastors also around looking at them as like there is nothing. Are you with me? But even a choir lady is standing there speaking in tongues. You are, when you see the tongues, you run quickly and come in. Do you see? I mean, that alone will give you a certain atmosphere of spirituality. So, you know, there's something serious going on in the house of God. That alone will make you, you know, think about it. Church of God, we are bastarding, you know. I said, we are bastarding. We should be careful. We should be very, very careful. Because heaven is real. And hell is also real. We should be very, very careful. So the Holy Spirit was rebuking him that as a Muslim, eh, is that what you were doing? That's not what you were doing. But now you've come to my house. And look at it. You are relaxed. Sitting in your office. Knowing that you, you, you have the ability to move. But you are sitting in your office and waiting. At 8 o'clock you come to the house of God. But the Bible says that who the son shall set free is free indeed. So you are free indeed. You think you are free indeed. I say you think you are free indeed. If you are free indeed, by now you should be very, very prosperous. If you are free indeed, by now you should have a basenta or you should have a fellowship with about 28 people if you are free indeed. If you are free indeed, by now at your age you should be married if you are free indeed. If you are free indeed. We are not free. We are not free because we have not allowed the sun to set us free. So we are not free. God bless you. Pass on the mic. Hallelujah. Amen. My name is Benjamin from South Rocco. They are all from, not from Kodesh. I don't know whether they are not powerful testimonies in the Kodesh. But at least, they are not saying it. Yes. So um, yesterday, like my, my brother said, we all came for the service. And I also remembered how the Holy Spirit uh, rebuked me some time back. You know, it got a time, uh, a time in my life that I backslide, backslided, yeah. And I was given excuses for everything. My work, so many things. And the Holy Spirit brought back one thing I used to do in the past. Okay. So um, I had this, I wasn't in church then. So the Holy Spirit remembered me that I had this girlfriend at... Um, of Uncle Barrier. <laughs> um, I was staying in Dantuman, Snit Flats. It was staying in Dantuman, Snit Flats. Snit Flats, yeah. had a girlfriend in Uncle Barrier. Of Uncle Barrier. And even the barrier is not at the junction. You have to, when I light, you have to go inside, walk inside. So it's quite like you are traveling. So there was this day that I wanted to see my girlfriend. I was desiring to see her. But I didn't have enough money on me. 
to take me in and out. So Some of you, when you don't have money, they don't come to church. <laughs> or give excuse, I didn't have money. <laughs> I went to primary school in Accra Newtown Experimental School. A-N-T-1. A-N-T-1. Accra Newtown Experimental School. A-N-T-1. Because then my father traveled. When we closed from school, I walked from Accra Newtown. Class 4, class 5. From Accra Newtown to Kanishi. You come down, come and meet Caprice. Then you cross the road, the Sawam Road. Then you meet the Odor River in front of you. Then you cross the Odor River. Then you meet the railway. You cross the railway, come through Alajo. Walk through Aveno here. Pinafam, what are they? Those Kinafam, they are not, they didn't exist. Walk through here, boom, I walk. Four, 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 five years. I mean, class four, class five. We walk. Go on. So um, I decided that I'll pick a car from Dansman to Achimota. And then I'll walk from Achimota to Franco Barrier. <laughs> and I walked. The sun was shining. I walked because I was going to see a lady. So when I, some few minutes to ladies, I'll just find some corner and I'll arrange myself, clean my shoe, clean, dust myself, and then I'll go. And then when I'm done, I also walk, I walk back from the when I'm done, yes, everything. <laughs> I also walk back from, from the lady's house, back to Achimata, then I'll pick a car home. And I was very happy. It didn't worry, disturb me at all, at all. So Lord told me that you were able to do all these things. You come on Tuesday service, I don't go for my Bacenta meetings, excuse all over the place. So after... Those who prompted me, I came to myself and I realized that it's possible. I work at Samwim. So now I've been coming for Tuesday services, coming for all the meetings, go for a center. It's working. And where do you stay? Uh, I stay in Sahara, that's one Sahara. It comes Even, from? Yeah, that's one Sahara. Where Sahara? For Tuesday service. Yeah, I come. And you work just here. And you come. If you come, you come late. Yes. We are bereft of the Holy Spirit. That is what it is. You know, because you don't like it, but you, you don't have the Spirit of God dwelling in you. And if you don't have the Spirit of God, you are not His. You are not God's. Yeah. The Spirit of God is not you. You are not, you don't belong to God. We should be very careful. This is what he was doing to go and see a girl. He didn't have enough money. Then he improvised. And happily... Improvised. He said, when you, I come to church, I'll be tired, so I can't walk home. What did I want to do? You don't know how tired he, 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 he became or becomes. <laughs> Most of us don't have heaven in mind. If you have heaven in mind, for the joy of heaven, you do things differently. For the joy of heaven. You do things differently. For the joy that was set before him, the Bible says he endured the cross. Even the shame of the cross, he endured it because of the joy. We need to have heaven in mind. Are you with me? Yeah. We need to have heaven in mind. We fight very much to get money to pay our rent when the rent is advances coming forth. We fight for many things. How many of us fight for the kingdom of God? 
In the fight, there are conflicts. Colossians chapter 2. God bless you, please. Take your seats. Now, Paul declared that he had a great conflict because of the souls. Amen. A great conflict. It is worthy for a good cause. In Colossians chapter 2, verse 1, he said, For I would that ye knew that great conflict I have for you. He was writing to the church in Colossae and he was telling them that I wish that you knew the great conflict. Look, our father has gone through and is still going through great conflicts because of the church. Are you with me? There have been fights, great conflicts to have us sitting in such a place to worship. And there is a there's constant fight. <laughs> Otherwise, when you come here, you, you, you cry. There's constant fight to keep the place the way it is. There's always fights. There's always fights. We're meant to stop fighting, something bad is about to happen. So you can't be in the church and just do one thing and that is it. Are you with me? Don't always try to have peace. It's God who gives peace. It's God who gives peace. Amen? And I'm saying that you cannot be in the church and just do one thing and that is it. You see people that travel abroad, you see him working in um, McDonald's, sweeping in some office somewhere. My friend, he said, hey, as for the security job, is the best because that's when he studies. He said, the company was working for, they liked him because every time they come on, especially sit down alert. He's studying. Why would not sit down alert? See, people go to London to school, they do security, they do cleaning, they work in office, they do this, many things. As a student, I was doing about three jobs. I had a mini cab. I was a cab driver. I was working in Travelers Fair. I was doing something else before going to school. Fighting, fighting. In life, you by all means fight. You by all means fight in life. But I'm saying, I am saying, let's fight for the cause of God. Let's fight for the cause of God. There is nothing more worthy than fighting for the cause of God. A lot of us here can multitask. You can do many things. You can be braiding your hair if you're you on the phone and you're also doing your nails. Multi things you can do it. But you can't do two or three things in the church. You come and usher people in and you think you have fulfilled your Pentecostal obligations. Done for the day. Malachi chapter 4 and verse 18. Why I don't like my message? So why are you not clapping for Jesus? Malachi chapter 4 verse 18. He's refusing to put a scripture on the board. He said, for the builders. Nehemiah, sorry. Say Malachi, that's why it's quiet there. Because there's no chapter 4. <laughs> Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 18. It said, for the builders. Hmm? For the builders. Everyone had his sword gated by his side. What are the instruments for building? 
Seventy. What are the instruments for building? What is that? The square. Is it still used today? Okay. Hmm? For level. Yes, the level. Yes, what else? What else? Wheelbarrow, yes. Shovel, yes. Headpan. You are the contractor, yes? Eh? Pick us, eh? What else? Concrete mixer, eh? When I'm building small, this is going to bring concrete mixer from my house. What? Shooter. What, what are you shooting? To shoot the concrete. Look, I do a basic building. I'm not shooting things. I don't mind him. No, equipment, equipment. Rope, rope. You have to throw a rope to get things straight. Throw a rope. Eh? Float. What is float? Throw well, yes. It's not throw well, they call it. The one I use when you take the cement inside. You need foam for uh, plastering. You're laughing. You know any of them? Do you know any of them? <laughs> Paintbrush. Go back, put the scripture back there, Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 18. We are talking about builders. Are you with me? We are talking about who builders. They were building. But then they had sword in their pockets. The thing that they were mentioning, I have not had sword. <laughs> because the sword will also do so. Because you see, the building that they were building, they were fighting to build. The enemies were not allowing them to build, so they were fighting to build. Are you with me? They were what? Fighting to build. And so as he was holding his shovel and his things, he was also holding a sword in his pocket. Put the scripture back. Ready to fight. Everyone had a sword gathered by his side, and so built it. And he that sounded the trumpet was by me. So there was also trumpet. Do you need trumpet to build? You don't need trumpet. But the trumpet was there to sound alarm that the enemy is coming. Amen. And as the enemy is coming, we already have our sword in our pockets. So I'm saying, you cannot just come into this church and sing, and that should be the end of what you do. You should sing, you should teach, you should preach. Amen? You should sing, you should teach, you should preach. And that is what we are commissioning all of us to do. Are you understanding? That you have two, three, four people who you teach every Sunday. FCBPI in Kodesh have now decided to adopt uh, dancing stars. They have adopted dancing stars to, to, to disciple them. To disciple. Everybody has somebody. No more people. But, you know, you, you invest in their lives. Whose, lives. whose life are you investing into? James chapter 3 verse 4. It says, Behold also the ships, which though they be so great. Hmm? They be so what? Great. You know, the ministry is a very great and big thing. The ministry to do the work of God. That's what the Bible says, for God so loved the world. It says, Behold also the ships, though, which though they be so great, and are driven of fierce winds. 
when you watch some movies, Tempest, and you see the ship on the, on the high seas being driven by fierce winds. Hmm? Yet, are they turned about with a very small helm? The helm is the instrument like a steer that turns the ship. Very small, but it's able to control the ship. Hmm. Are you with me? With that server that got governor listed. Even so, the tongue is a little member. So this small tongue in your mouth says what? It's like the helm, which is a very small thing. Meant to control a big ship. So even so, the tongue, a little member, and boasted great things. Behold, how great a matter of little fire can live. This your tongue in your mouth. It can do wild things. Amen. Your tongue can deceive somebody and the person can go mad. This is your tongue. This same tongue can also speak to somebody and change the person's life. If only you will open your mouth to teach and to preach in fighting for God. As those three, four girls that you are going to handle, you open this mouth. Let me see your tongue. Some of you foolishly you put the rings on your tongue. Think your tongue was meant for rings. Tell your neighbor, open your mouth. <laughs> I'm saying that you can change people's lives with a small red object in your mouth by deciding to teach somebody. It's not only your children that God has given you that you teach. Your children, by the grace of God, they are okay now. They have pastors and people taking care of them. But I'm saying that you can also affect somebody's life. Amen? There are many people who cannot read the Bible and understand. Even the English, they cannot understand it. You are in the university, you can understand English. But at least you passed English before you went to university. Is that not the case? You can understand, at least you can understand the English. So a little bit of more of prayer and other things, the spirit also enters into you. So this tongue in our mouths, we are going to use it. I say we are going to use it. We are going to attempt great things by attempting to lead people to salvation. Amen. You must lead people to salvation. You see, when you go witnessing, don't go and argue with people. When you talk one, two, three, I want to pray with you. Period. Are you with me? I said, what? When you talk one, two, three, four, can I pray with you? Everybody likes prayers. So through your prayers, you should lead people to salvation. Romans 10, 9 and 8. 9 and 10. Number two, attend great things by attempting to preach. You can preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to many lost and dying souls. This tongue in our mouth can do wonderful things. From today, your tongue is going to do great things. Yeah. Sister Olive, you understand what I'm saying? From today, the th you have been doing great things, but from today, your tongue is going to do wonderful things. Yeah. I prophesy to you. Rex! This tongue that you are looking for a woman to tell you I love you. This, there are many things this tongue can do. Do you understand? 
There are many things this tongue can do. Many great and wonderful things. It's the woman who will now come and tell you, I love you. We will not go and tell them. They are not receiving it. You sit down there. You can also attend great things by attending to teach. You come to church, gather some few people. You are teaching them. This tongue in your mouth can change lives. That small tongue that moves sheep, that hell moves sheep in the midst of the tempests of strong, fierce, boisterous winds. And therefore, in these boisterous environments, in these perverse environments, where people's lives are being destroyed through the internet, your tongue can make a difference. I say your tongue can make a difference. People's lives are being destroyed though by the internet. But your tongue can make a difference. So today, I want to commission all of us. Amen? That we are going to attempt great things for God. We are going to fight for God by fighting to teach have somebody that you teach. If you are a pastor after service, I don't want you to see you walking around aimlessly. Are you with me? Do you understand me? I'm not talking about organized meetings. You yourself. There are many people come to church whose lives are not amounted to anything. Decide that you are going to use your tongue to fight for God. To fight to preach. You see, when they say fight to preach... It means that you have not been given the preaching assignment, but you are fighting to get the opportunity to preach. That's what it means. Amen. Amen. It should get to a point where now when you want to talk to somebody, they say, oh, this one has spoken to me already. You want to talk to somebody, they say, oh, I just finished with Pastor Esiama. That's the point we should get to. And we are getting there. I say we are getting there. Shall we rise on our feet? The way you are looking at me. Lord, I offer my life to you. Everything I've been through. Use it for your glory. Lord, I offer my days to you. Lifting my prayer. To you as a pleasing sacrifice, Lord, I offer you, Lord, I offer you. to surrender my life to you. Wherever you are standing, 
You want to say, Pastor, I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven when I die. Pastor, I want to be born again. Wherever you are. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Pray with me today. I want you to lift your hand, your right hand. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Christ. Lift it very high. I want to see it from where I am. God bless you. Lift it very high. Lift your hand. Yes, lift it very high. Lift it very high. God bless you. Lift it very high. I want to see it from where I am. Yes, God bless you. God bless you. You have lifted your hand. I want you to leave wherever you are and come to me right now. Just come to me. Just come to me. I just help them. Use it for your glory. bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church, Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, 
God's word as a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your 